Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes, Middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Why do you think this team is not as connected as it needs to be? Why? Yeah. Um, I mean, because we're not playing for each other. When it comes to you, that you have to sacrifice for for the team. Goran Dragic has been a truth teller this year, and there have been some uncomfortable moments. It was Dragic who said what the the coaches had been saying, what others had been saying, but coming from a veteran player in that locker room, and probably in maybe different terms at halftime in Minnesota made a difference. I appreciate that. Yeah, I feel like this Bulls team probably needed a little bit more of that. Like that the dollars don't necessarily mean leadership and they don't have a point guard kind of. So someone who is used to leading from the point guard position was looking at the way that they were playing basketball and saying, "Hey, man, like this is not this ain't it. Like this isn't this isn't the way that we're going to win. This isn't the way that we're going to be able to compete in the Eastern Conference." And it's interesting. Like Dan, at the end of the press conference, I was talking, did you see Cali's hat? By the way, no. Like he had he had like one of those like derby hats. It it was phenomenal. Like Cali was on his Cali. Um, while he was there in France, or I guess technically he's still there. But at the end of it, one of the foreign press asked Billy Donovan about Dragic and about what he had said about the team. Check out what Billy's answer was about how this team can do a better job of playing together. The different things that we've gone through trying to create this consistency, you know, how do you do it? And, you know, what do you do? And I said, you confront it and you got to call it out and expose it, you know, and I appreciated Goran saying what he said, because I think at that time, you know, there was probably a lot of accuracy to what he was saying. And and, and not that anybody, not that anybody has a, a bad or selfish heart. That's not what I'm saying. But like when you miss a shot, and it impacts you in a negative way, and it takes you two or three players to get over that, like you're not wrapped up in really competing in the team. And there's a selflessness that takes place that you have to do. Like the guy standing next to you has got to be so important to you. You have to have such respect for him. And I'm not saying our guys disrespected each other, but it's almost like a a reverse way of looking at it. I'm letting the team down because I turned the ball over. I'm letting the team down because I missed a shot. I'm letting the team down because I blew a defensive assignment. No, you're letting the team down when it, when it it parlays into four or five possessions after that. So when I think when Gorn was talking about, you know, we're not playing for each other, you know, you've got to pick yourself up off the mat because it's a game that's imperfect and you're going to be, make mistakes. It's going to be mistakes that are going to happen all throughout 48 minutes, but it's how you collectively respond to overcome what's in front of you, regardless of what's going on. And the more we can play 
and care for each other, regardless of what you're going through individually, is critically important. And that's what this team's got to do. And I think that's the, the stuff that will create the consistency that we need. So, Dan, what do you hear when you hear that? I hear some stuff pointed at Zach Levine, as it was that night in Minnesota. The cold red. I that that I, I I hear I picture Zach Levine when he's talking, and I know there's some there's some Demar in there when Demar's not scoring. When it comes, if you're going to play forward in the NBA, you got to rebound, and I think I do think that there's there's a little bit there when it comes to some of the people to whom he's talking and and not. Not pouting and and don't let one aspect of your game affect another aspect of your game. Forget it. Make the right play the next time down the floor on offense, on defense, or in transition. I thought that yesterday, I thought Zach was spry yep. yesterday. He's got his spring back. You know, like you're you're watching him and he's 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 more easily attacking the basket whereas before it felt like he was still unsure there's still settling like some settling for bad shots by him but he makes some of them too you know he he makes the turnaround step back 20 footer but i enjoy watching him like his athleticism kind of returning and and seeing but yeah like when i hear billy like i still hear a coach who's frustrated by the fact that his team doesn't do this more often, especially against teams that are not good. Exactly. Like sometimes the concentration level is higher against the good teams, and they lapse against when when a team's showing up who they say they're they're favored by by eight points to beat them, and they did what they were supposed to do against a, a team they should beat because if the Pistons just can't get their guys ambulatory. I'm I'm still very concerned about that thing when it arms itself. Yeah, I I think we're probably two years away from uh, Skynet going online when it comes to the Pistons. But you, you saw a little bit of it with, with Jay Nivey yesterday. The young man is a problem. Like like he he's a, and and the other thing, the, the one concern like out in this game for me was how easily Biggs got to the basket for Detroit, how easily people were, whether it was secondary transition or just dribbled at the top of the key to the basket. They gave up 17 offensive rebounds. Well, there's that too. But that continues to be a problem. Letting it, letting an NBA team get 17 offensive rebounds, is you're supposed to lose some of those games unless the team that you're playing simply can't shoot at all. My other disappointment is that the Bulls only shot 23 threes. That's not enough. No, and we've talked about it. How many did Zach shoot? What was his He was final? two of six. That's not enough. Like That's not but he's nearly hurt. enough. But his, he's got a bruised knuckle, they keep saying. That he has a torn ligament. Well, then he said he had a torn ligament. He made that up. I Why still does don't he keep get making that. up stuff? I don't know. I don't get it's that. It's so weird. Why is he so strange? I don't know. I don't get it. I, but I, I'll also say, too, Patrick Williams had himself a really good game. I agree with a that. A really efficient game. And he didn't hesitate on some of the shots that he took. And in 30 minutes, if you're talking about 10 points, six boards, two assists, two steals, two blocks, 
that's really affecting a game. I'm convinced that Patrick Williams will be good, just not, not for here. the Bulls. The Lowry Markkinen scenario. Yeah, I, I actually think it'll, it'll be more extreme than, than Lowry Markkinen. It's hard to be more extreme than that. That's going to be an all I know. Yeah. I know. I just feel like the, the Bulls will look at his body of work as a Bull and go, ah, we can't. We can't go on with this. And then, by then, he'll be 24. Well, that's not, that's not okay if you're right. Because this whole regime is about development. That was the whole model, was the Denver model and the Toronto model. It's a developmental model. And if, and if, if you're right, and, you, and you're, then they've got to figure out whatever is going to happen elsewhere and better unlock it here. Well, okay, so this goes back to the conversation that we were having yesterday. Are they better off making a trade for DeMar specifically because it allows them to escalate the what Patrick Williams' career is? Like, is in a season where you're probably going nowhere and you're still fighting to get out of the play-in tournament, are you served by trading DeMar and saying, okay, big fella, those shots that DeMar was taking, those opportunities, those are now opportunities that are going to be divvied up between you, Zach, and Vooch. And Kobe White. And Kobe White off the bench. Go get yours. Like, there, there's no more there's no more restrictor plates. Like, you can just go out there and play ball. I, I think that I would lean towards doing that. And and saying Demar has value to a team that is trying to win a championship right now, no doubt. And I and I think that the weaning off of Demar reliance is it's going to have to happen whether you want it to happen or not, because he's not going to be part of your of your champion. Learning to play without him and learning that you can't in a need situation that you can't because Zach's probably going to be here. Demar isn't going to be here. And if that's the decision they make, that they think that they can, you know, uh, uh, have a controlled burn here to to bring in a little bit of growth, I'm down. It, it just so frustrating, like when you watch him, and I'm sure that the the Bulls as an organization were probably frustrated too. We're like, come on, man! Like, come on! Like, do the thing! Look at all this talent and size and strength and speed you've got! Like, go play ball and. I, I think it, it would be worth it because I I just have these horrible visions of 27-year-old Patrick Williams having put it all together and being like, remember when he was a bull and he couldn't get out of his own way? And then he's out in Sacramento dunking on everybody and you, right. you, you wake up in the morning and you look at the box score and it's like, God, he had 24 again? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, you know, I'm, stuff that I was thinking about. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.